Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. So hello and welcome once again to Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, broadcasting live from his fortress atop uh, Mount Drinkhorn, it's uh, the lovely and talented <laughs> Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? I don't even have a drink today. That's so there. Holy shit, but I don't. That's... <laughs> I'm surprised that I'm surprised that um, Zach hasn't made an appearance with here's your beer, (laughs) Father. (laughs) It's still one of my favorite moments of that episode. (laughs) He just he just comes in like like Beaver Cleaver. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Like if if this was if this was on camera, he would have just been looking directly into the camera. Oh, of course. He would have said, Wow, I'm on TV now. Look at this. He kind of I'm on television <laughs> i was in a commercial exactly, exactly. oh so anyway the the, uh, the lockdown continues and we're going to cover um uh sure ultraman orb episodes six and seven um i posted a video of myself doing so on uh, instagram last night did you really was, well you know what the heck i gotta make content so i got gotcha. you <laughs> So just to remind people, in case you didn't see it, um, I believe the Instagram account is the Science Patrol, or it may be Ultraman Podcast. I don't remember. I'm trying to change it to Ultraman Podcast so it fits with every other damn thing. I don't know I what I was you. thinking. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. But um, people, if you want to know where to stream or buy or legally support Ultraman Orb, um, you can, of course, buy the Snappy Mill Creek Blu-rays. We recommend them very much. They're nice. They're pretty. Um, they come with nice artwork. They're horrifically cheap on Amazon. You don't want to support Amazon because you don't like their practices. That's fine. You can buy them direct from Mill Creek Entertainment. That's millcreekent.com. Um, they're not as cheap, but, hey, you feel better. They're going to get more money out of it. Um, or you can go to the Movie Spree website, which is moviespree.com. You can there uh, go there and purchase um, and to to keep a digital copy of the series and movie. Oh, okay. so it comes in all in one big blob. Thing. Yeah, sure. and I don't know what that costs. Um, not 100% sure, guys. Uh, also, um, it is a streaming still on Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah. Even so, if you're not paying for the uh, the uh, premium Crunchyroll, you're gonna have to sit through some commercials. But tough snikies, like well, too bad. I n- I remember the time that we weren't paying for the thing. <laughs> yeah. We got the same commercials four times, like six times in every showing. <laughs> yes, awful. They're they're very innovative on how they get you to pay for their service. <laughs> <laughs> they're not stupid people. So no, like, not at we, all. If we give them three of the same commercial. Every time there's a commercial break, somebody's going to crack. <laughs> <laughs> that was us. Yeah. Was I was us. like, yeah, this is $7 a month. Fine here. Take my yeah. money. <laughs> um, and also, uh, Toku. Um, Toku HD has a humongous list of Ultraman and Subaraya properties that you can uh, watch. It's, oh, okay. uh, In fact, it's, it's actually a pretty nuts. Um, it's a pretty nuts list. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up again real quick. Um, I can't spell apparently. Um, I posted this on the Facebook group today. 
uh, where to legally watch Ultraman. Somebody posted yes, it in the that. Ultraman uh, Reddit group. Um, and Toku has uh, currently, this is great, Mirror Man from 1971, Ultraman Leo, 74, The Ultraman, the anime series from 79 to 80, Ultraman 80, uh, Gridman, Ultraman Gaia, Ultraman Neos, Cosmos, Nexus, Max, Mebius, Mebius Side Story, so you get the special um, direct-to-video stories, Ultra 7X, um, Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle, both seasons, Neo Ultra Q, which I was not aware that anyone had even subtitled it, so that's awesome. There you go. Um, Yeah, Ultraman Ginga, Ginga uh, Ginga S, rather, X, Orb, and Ultraman Zero, the Chronicle, and Ultraman Orb, the Chronicle. I'm not 100% sure what those are, um, but gosh, I really don't want to get another service. But, you know, (laughs) hey. I understand. I understand. But you know what? There's a lot of other stuff we can get to before that. That's perfectly fine. Case in point, let's talk about Ultraman Orb, Episode 6, which was called um, Forbidden Forbidden Forest. Forest. Um, Let me see if I have a date on this guy. 8-13-2016. Yuichi Abe is the director, and uh, Takao Nakano is the uh, writer of that episode. The SSP hears that there is a UFO sighting at a forest that was supposedly uh, haunted and no one ever escaped from. Right. And so they go to investigate it. Pretty pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Starring Tally Savalas. That's right. He, he <laughs> pops up a lot in this. He does. <laughs> it's the first one I can think of every time. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, if have you ever have you ever seen the television movie uh, The Night Stalker? With I haven't. I have to. You need to. It's on YouTube. You can. I will have to watch it then. Yeah, you can watch it on YouTube. uh, Faux free, and um, what do you call it? Um, There are so many that and the Night Strangler, which was the sequel. That the Night Strangler has Wally Cox, Grandpa Al Lewis. Oh really? uh, Margaret Hamilton, the Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. Um, Yes. And, um, oh, someone else famous is in it, too, and I can't remember. But, oh, John Carradine. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's quite the star-studded affair. I I highly recommend it. But uh, I digress. Um, Of course, that's what we do. (laughs) In an unknown hideout, Don Nostra assembles his subordinates and is prepared to hear their report. So from Alien Metron Tarude. Is that who he was? Yeah, with the number of smokers decreasing, the hallucinogenic plan uh, that they had to distribute hallucinogenic cigarettes had to be canceled. Now, this was about the stupidest plan I'd ever heard of, but okay, sure. Really? That's the one that throws you? (laughs) Listen, for a plan is all I'm saying. Okay. Um, Now, even if Alien Knackle Nagus plans to destroy the planet... um, they said that would not, that, why, you know, we can't do that. It's all protected by Ultraman Orb. Yes. And then who shows up? Juggles Jones. And he wants to take the job of handling Ultraman Orb. And these guys uh, are called something like the Villain Guild, too. Oh, no, They're the, the like Planetary the Inv- Invasion Syndicate. That's which I loved. I wrote it down because I loved it so much. I, I couldn't remember Syndicate. I was like, they're the invasion something. <laughs> 
Yeah, Planetary Invasion Syndicate. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that yeah, is good a times. sick name. We're with the PIS. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, great. Um, <laughs> but, uh, meanwhile, at the uh, SSP base, Jetta and Shin uh, discover the similarity of a guy from uh, a picture of a man from 100 years prior. Right. Um, but it looks like Guy. And they're right. Like, it's yeah, a ninety-eight percent match or some such nonsense. Yeah, he's like he'd be over a hundred years old. That's crazy talk. And Naomi, meanwhile, is doing the laundry, and Guy is leisurely resting and uh, waiting for his clothes to clean. So he's wearing uh, all the other guys' clothes. Of <laughs> course. Which does he only have the one pair of clothes now? I have to figure. I don't. Most ultra heroes well, only have the one pair. Of clothes. <laughs> that way, they don't have to change outfit. I get it. I'm just saying. Here's the thing. This Ultraman Orb has the solution to that. And I noticed it this time we were watching. When he goes and busts out the transformation device. Right. And he goes into headspace. He's just wearing a black turtleneck. Yeah. Yeah. So. He could basically wear anything he wanted. As long as it's a black shirt. Yeah. No, but I mean like. Even in his, it's not the same shirt he wears with the long coat and everything. It's a different oh, shirt. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. What I'm saying is, if you, if you, the your hero can wear whatever he wants. Just do the then, transformation. In when he does the transformation in headspace, he's in a black turtleneck. Yes. Or black t-shirt or, or, or anything because it's in headspace. The freaking cowboy outfit. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Ultraman Geeha. What do I do? It doesn't matter. Oh God, no. But um, so uh, uh, Captain uh, Shibakawa visits the base and informs them that there was a UFO sighting from a forest area, uh, which is forbidden since the Edo period. Right. Um, and it's currently government property. So and it's also, also a modern dark zone. Right. Which, right. Yeah, Jetta says that, like, oh, there's a rumor that anyone who walks around, they never get out. Um, so Guy, or Jetta's like, hey, you want to come with us to Guy? And, but he's gone already. Of course. Of yeah, course. Well, why wouldn't we? So they get to the forest. The group meets the kids that have given uh, the report. And they're like, oh, yeah, we sometimes go to your website. And they're like, hey, that's great. And like, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, thanks. Stupid kids. <laughs> So um, they said, oh, yeah, once a middle school kid went in and uh, bumped into a mysterious lady in white. So I assume he actually got out. No, because that was the thing. Well, then how the hell would they know he bumped into a kid with a lady in white? Someone had to because come out they heard the, the rumor. All they have to do is hear the rumor. There's a lady in white in there. That's all right, they have to do. They said that a middle school kid went in and he saw the lady in white. So somebody had to either say, like, I guess, I mean, granted, yes, somebody could have just made that up. Yes. True. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so uh, Smash got the Juggles and members of the, uh, the they call it the Planetary Invasion Union, but it is syndicate on the, it is syndicate on the, um, the on the uh, DVDs, yeah. They're playing poker with kaiju cards. And yes. uh, Negus comments on how the humans will soon discover their hideout in the Forbidden Forest, and he's like, man, it's so nice and the sun looks great from here and they're just going to keep on building all these buildings and modernization. It's a real crime. They're crapping up nature. 
Right, and that's a callback to the other episode where they had the building that was in the way of the sunrise. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Negus managed to deal four of a kind consisting of all wind kaiju cards. Yes. Uh, and, and then, of uh, course, Juggler. Juggler's head gives a five king, king flower. Yeah, yes. Red King, El King, King Gisura, King of Mons, and King Joe. I was wondering why no Black King, but that's fine. That's fine. Listen, you can't have everything. No, he had most. Um, <laughs> so Negus draws his blaster, and Juggles, uh counters it with a katana, and they're like, okay, look, you know, we, let's just agree to disagree. That's fine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, now, meanwhile, the SSP are patrolling the forest, and Shin discovers that it is a cemetery from the 4th century. And sure enough, the woman in white pops up, and Naomi sees her. Yes, but she's the only one that sees her. Nobody else happens to see her because she disappears before anybody else can see her. Well, some of the sages see her. One, uh, one or two of the sages here because they even say like, "Oh, there's some lady in white who's just off camera there." Oh, okay. Because they're like, "What is she looking at?" And he's like, "Oh, there's some lady in white just off camera," or he just can't see her or something like that. Yeah. So he, one of them, is aware of it. Um. So uh. They are, they're of course, cited by the Knackles henchmen. And, um, uh, let's see here. The Negus orders that. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say they have some sort of machine that traps people in the forest. So now you know why people have been stuck in the forest because the aliens obviously have said machine. Yeah, it was a reality warping, some sort of reality warping device. Sure, sure, um, sure. Yeah, reality distortion or something like that. Yes. Um, so they were like, what is going on? We keep running around. We keep running in the same thing. Just like happens at the end of the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> um, if you've ever seen it. I've not. Uh, it's, um, it's, I've watched it once, and I found it uh, thoroughly distressing. And I have never watched it again. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I don't intend on watching yeah, it ever, because I've not, heard it's thoroughly distressing. It's not gory. It's not what you think it would be like, oh, God, that mask, chainsaw mask, oh, there's got to be body parts. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, but it is generally, they're uh, genuinely disturbing. I'm not a fan. Okay. I don't like it. No, <laughs> I don't. You're allowed to not like it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, mm -mm, thank you. Um, <laughs> so uh, Naomi trips over a rock, which of course. Uh, Turns out to be a gravestone. For the girl in the white, probably. Yes. We can put two and two together, Super A. Well, well no, they actually do that. say that later on. Yeah. But, I mean, we wouldn't know at this point. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're you know, we're, we're Sherlocking it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, she then guides them through uh, through the forest to a way out. And Nagus is like, well, how do they do that? It's crazy. So, he has them cornered. And... Um, Shubakawa decides to try to uh, demonstrate his martial arts efficiency. Oh, God. Yes. And Magus basically him, beats the living daylights. <laughs> yeah. Blocks, just lets him punch him twice and then hits the, the captain there and yeah. knocks him right over. And he's like, he's like take this, take this, <laughs> some of this, one of these, two of those. These are on sale. Go ahead. Have some of that. <laughs> <laughs> so he, a guy appears and uh, held, holds the villains off to get the SSP in safety. Uh, Jug Juglas summons Aribunta, our friend Aribunta from Kaiju Card, to of provide course. cover from Planet Invasion Union to escape. Uh, while Guy transforms, of course, into Ultraman Orb 
to fight oh, with uh, Arabanta using the three forms that he has before finishing it with the most ridiculous thing called the Trident Slash. Um, Which, okay. now, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Do you, do you agree with me that the amount of manipulation that that thing requires? Yes. Yes. It's yes. got like a pull. It's got like a pull tab, a, pull lever. a bunch of buttons. It, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it may as well I, have a pull pull start like a weed <laughs> I don't know how many of these things they would have sold, but it looks like a ridiculous amount of different things that you have to do in <laughs> order to follow the steps to become Ultraman. Right, it's it looks like it's like a single stroke engine on. You know, it puts on a, bunch, a thing on Ultraman ear blockers so he doesn't go deaf. Um, and uh, the party regroups at that point. Um, my what I loved was that he was doing the Ultraman orb starts doing these moves, and Art Buntis tries. He's like, "Oh, what what's he doing?" And he tries like making the moves, but they're not happening for him. Like, right. He does right. the arm thing and nothing happens. <laughs> and he just looks very confused. Like, how come this doesn't? I don't know. And then. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And then exactly. He, it gets exploded really nicely. Um, of course, they, they regroup. Um, and according to Shibakawa, the forest discovers, they discover the forest of the burial ground. Uh, development have been re- needed to be reviewed once more. Right, because uh, they were going to build buildings in the forest where people had disappeared, but now they, they won't be able sure. to because it is a, it's actually a gravesite. Exactly. Right. So then the Shin tells them about the mysterious woman uh, from the Forgotten Legend. Guy looks over at uh, Tamagura's ghost, and the two simply smile at each other before disappearing. Um, at night, Nostra finally appears, revealing himself to be an alien, Mephlius, and uh, commended Juglas for using... Uh, one of his uh, rare cards. And uh, Juglas said that uh, actually Orb lost it originally. Uh, so uh, he has to rely on the power of two past Ultra Warriors just to just to transform. Um, right. And all we no, need is better cards and we should be able to defeat him because he is mm-hmm. not invincible. Yeah. It's a okay. World Series of Kaiju Poker. Basically what we're really... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> apparently the series is. Yeah. Um, should be a bunch of bad guys in hoodies with mirrored sunglasses. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How did you know he's going to do that? He has a towel. Um, um, so, they, you know, he's like, I don't know if Douglas can be trusted because he was once on the side of light and then uh, he thinks he's going to betray him and Nostra agrees. And uh, he then reveals an ultra fusion card of Ultraman Belial. And he's like, right. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang on to this. I'm gonna and, use uh, the, the best card I have, which is the uh, the one of Belial, obviously. Right. And, we'll and he's get like, Look, uh, we'll get uh, all six Demon Beast cards, and we'll be good to go. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. So yeah, that was I. I, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. I wasn't the biggest fan of this one. Be- I mean. I'm getting used to the fact that they're basically going to transform this guy three times every episode, which um, is at, annoying. At least right now, until he, yeah. until he gets new, until he gets new, uh, new powers, yeah. and then they're going to ditch a couple other ones. Like in the next episode, he he becomes Burmite first, I think, which is uh, yeah. which was a, um, a nice change of pace, at least. If you at know. least, yeah, it yeah. is Burmite first. Yes, 
But right, I mean, right. it, it's, I don't need all the different transformations in one episode. I understand right. you have to show all the different transformations. I don't need them. It gets annoying. Oh, what I liked is uh, that the UFO shows up too at a certain point. And uh, so, of course, the SSP decides they're going to record everything. And it's just the whole thing is the whole recording is destroyed. It's just not. Yeah. Just no, what like, happened is instead of starting the recording where oh, he wanted to, yeah. he stopped the recording because he had recorded everything up to the point. And right. Like, ah, That's right. That At least it's an easy thing that you could see being done. You just press the button. Oh, I'm recording now. Oh, no, I just turned it off. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me see here. Uh, while Shin is searching for identical images of Guy on the internet, this is a bit of trivia. Uh, that 100 year old photo is actually a guy holding a monster tail revealed to be that of King Saurus 2 from chapter 5 of Ultraman Orb 10 episode plan, whatever the hell that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it, the hell I, I, I don't, don't tell you what that is you're, you're like, supposed yeah, you should, to know yeah you should know that and you're like no but that's not a thing i would know if it was a thing <laughs> that's not a thing the ultraman orb tap is all planned it sounds like a get fit thing yeah pretty much yeah we're gonna get you great abs if you just follow the <laughs> 10 episode plan oh god okay cool sure I'm down sure. I'm down. I, but what you have to do is you have to. The, there's a few. Um, there's a few definite uh, things you have to do for the same clothes every day. Um, <laughs> you actually have you, to exercise, which is where it stops for me. <laughs> well, yeah, but and the worst part is you're 50 feet tall, so everybody's going to look at you. So, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's it for this episode of. Uh, Ultraman Orb, and we're going to be right back in a moment to deal with Episode 7, A Future Shrouded in Fog. We'll be right back. And we are back uh, with more science control for you guys. Uh, this episode of Ultraman Orb is called The Future Shrouded in Fog. Ooh. Yeah, very spooky. Very spooky. Uh, 8 20, 2016. Ryuichi Ichino is the director, uh, written by uh, Yuji Kobayashi. Uh, let's see here. Uh, quick summary A woman who has prophetic dreams of monsters that Ultraman Orb fights and always dreams uh, of the one that will appear the next day. One yes. day she dreams that Ultraman Orb will lose his next battle and believes there is no way to change fate. But can Guy change her mind? Dun, dun, dun. Yes, starring Carol Channing. Um, <laughs> she, she would show up and stuff. Soupy Sales. Soupy, Soupy Sales, Sales. Yes. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have a young woman who wakes up in a strange, foggy place where she encounters a monster with blue, glowing eyes. Turns out yes. this is a dream, and the woman wakes up, draws the monster, and then posts about that on a blog online. So uh, right. at SSP headquarters, the team discovers that blog uh, and the young woman named Haruka that she posts all her dreams about monsters um, on Haruka's The day before they, right. The day right. before they actually appear in real life, which they right. say. Right, and they're looking at the pictures and they're like, wait a second, it's this one and it's this one and it's this one. 
Yeah. And they think like, oh, well, she's got prophetic dreams and they're, they're posted the day before the monsters come and they're like, oh, well, it has to be, you know, she has to backdate them. And they're like, no, no, I checked the server. Yeah, we checked everything that we know how to check and this is all realistic. She's actually doing it the day before. And then they show the post of the day that they're in and there's a new monster that they haven't seen. So they're thinking, wait a minute, we got to get her in here to see if she knows about attack. That's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow. Right. So Naomi uh, emails her and says, Hey, come down to headquarters. We want to talk to you. And uh, she arrives down. She's being smothered with kindness from Shin and Jetta. And uh, Haruka explains to Naomi that she's had these dreams about monsters ever since she was little and confirmed that this morning's post explained that the monster would soon be appearing at the wing elephant park the next day. Now, despite what others believe, she says she cannot change it. Um, yeah, she can't change what will happen because she's right, had fate cannot be for so long. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, which begs to differ. Like, have there been other monster appearances in this universe? And uh, did she dream about them too? Apparently so. Apparently if she said so. She's, if she said that she's been dreaming about this stuff since she was a little kid, that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Doesn't make sense in reality, but in this world, why not? Yeah, you, you look. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be frank here. Um, we give up a lot of agency of our own disbelief. Yes, uh, we have. To. <laughs> we have <this> to. franchise. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I know going in. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's good. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, close that's enough. That's, that yeah. sounds like science. Sure. Oh, did you say science? Yes. I um, <laughs> um, Naomi then tells her that she's had a similar dream about the giant of light when she was little, and that it was part of the reason she formed the SSP. Um, Haruka decides then to send to school, much to the guy's disappointment, because uh, they're like, oh, look, I baked you cake. Look, I made tea. And uh, she doesn't have any of it. And then uh, doesn't... Um, yeah, the old guy, the, the uncle comes in and eats it and drinks it. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, look, there's cake here. Oh, look, there's tea here. I'll take yeah. this. I'll take These are fantastic. <laughs> Nobody's going to have it. Why, why waste it? Why waste it, of course. Exactly. So outside the park, Haruka has another vision about the monster and Ultraman Orb showing up to fight it when Guy shows up. And, um, and she seems that, to know that he is Orb. Oh, right she totally away. knows. Yeah, she's like, yeah. I've seen you transform. He's like, dummy, hey. Sh- 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 sh. <laughs> he calls her <laughs> dummy. He's like, hey, shut up, dummy. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. And then all kinds of kids run up hearing hey, that he knows you know? about Orb. She says, come on. <laughs> They're like, look so different. He's like, oh, I need this today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, um, Oh, where is it? Um, she's. Uh, he says, look, no one knows when a monster is going to appear for real. And um, I hope that things remain peaceful. And she's like, no, I know this. And um, it's going to happen. So he introduces himself to Haruka and asks her out. He asks her for help. But she keeps saying that fate is fixed and she can predict the future. But uh, right from her first heartbreak and her parents' divorce. Um, oh, maybe that's what she meant about She's been dreaming about stuff for years. Well, I mean, it, it could also as be opposed the fact to, that, as opposed to giant <laughs> city leveling monsters, because that's all we think about on the show. 
Yeah, it could be a mundane, a mundane problem. Like, you know, last week I dreamt that they were out of bagels, and they and were. They were exactly. <laughs> Big I problem. had to have an English muffin like some Saunders Savage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Um, so Guy says, well, why do you put the blog up if you don't think there's something you could do about it? Like, I didn't protect someone I loved, and um, I lost my true form, and I have to depend on the power of all the other Ultramen to fight. Right. Um, and he says, but you can still try. And uh, so back at SSP headquarters, Naomi tells her uncle Tetsu about the dream blog and begs him to get the VTL on the line just in case the monster shows up. Yeah, you so never like, know. Yeah, so he teases her about the cow costume for her current part-time job. I, I, this is now, what, her fifth part-time job, I think yeah. we counted? Yeah, <laughs> by the way, absolutely adorable. I'm, I'll say it. Um, no, you can. It was very, very cute. Yeah, it she rocks the, the side cute. pony. I'm a big fan of the side pony. Um, I've always been a big fan of the side pony, but like, Fair again, uh, grew up in the '80s. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah, side pony was a big thing. I um, remember it. And then, um, let's see here. Uh, oh, and like Shin, uh, uh, I think Shin was talking to Guy about something. And he's like, oh, he's always at the park with what's her face, and she's getting, they always get mad. Yeah, mad. because she, you can tell by now that she has a thing for guy, right? But guy, oh yeah, because yeah, because uh, Shin and Jetta saw saw them at the park. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, they seem to be talking about stuff. She's like, do do <laughs> do exactly. Yeah. I'm not having this. I shake my fist brutally, <laughs> or my hoof in this case. Um, in that case, yeah. Uh, so at Haruka's home, she puts up another post on her thing. Uh, say like, listen, I think there's a monster coming. Then people are like, great, let's go to the park and check it out. And, <laughs> and he's like, that's not like, what I know, wanted. I wanted you, you guys people to stay away. Yeah, guys, real a holes. Let me. Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so more exactly. fist shaking. Um, so she but has she, another prophetic dream about Ultraman Orbital losing to the monster and Guy yes. dying. Exactly. So we, yeah. So she wakes up at eight twenty, just as she predicted. The ground begins to shake, and the fog enshrouded the entire city and the monster. Uh, the monster is called Ho. He I didn't appeared, catch the name of it. I don't know if they said it. Okay, I that'd be why. I don't know if they the said it. it. Um, unless you watch the um, the little wrap-up doohickey after the credits where they have yeah. a guy show up and he's like, hey, this is what happened with this and that and the other. Uh, I'm pretty sure they, they mentioned it then. I could be wrong. Um, so, sure enough, the, uh, the monster shows up at Elephant or Wing Elephant Park, um, which was safely evacuated, fortunately, because everybody's like, look, it's going to be a monster. Oh, my God! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that should that uh, I, I hope that that um, monsters uh, kanji also uh, loosely translates to what did you jerks expect? <laughs> <laughs> we told what you. I told you. Did it was you gonna think be was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, dumb dumbs. You dumb dumbs. Um. Uh, so Guy meets up with Haruka and she explains to him, like, oh, it's acting wild because of all the minus energy, which is like negativity. Right. Um, 
And then Despite he tells her, her yeah. no, it's your negativity that's actually right. feeding him because you think that nothing can possibly change. So right. therefore you are so negative. Right. And it shoots out like fog out of its neck, which is weird. Um, and well, no, what it did it was tears. Right. Right. It breathed in through its neck. Right. But it also, oh, yeah, it also shot fog out of it too. Yeah, that's true too. That's true too. Excuse me. Hey, you know what we forgot to do? Was the I don't. Uh, monster minute for the last episode? All right, I guess you're gonna have to do both at the end of this episode. Sorry, it's dude. not gonna be too bad because, like, it's mostly monsters we've seen before. Yeah, um, it's okay. Um, and then so he says, "Listen, get your act together," and he becomes Ultraman or Burmite, right, right away. And he has a bit of a hard time, but uh, Haruka finally snaps out of her depression and encourages Ultraman not to give up. Get back up. Let's do this. And Orb gains the upper hand against the monster, and he changes into Spaceium's Ethereum form and right. sees him shed a tear. So he knows that, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, you know, I'll put you out of your misery now. And he, of I course, guess. uses the Spherian Ray and uh, transforms him into his original form, which is, I guess, cosmic foofery dust or whatever. <laughs> foofery <Exactly>. bell. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he, dissipates or whatever so back at headquarters naomi sorts through her mail and she comes across a letter from haruka saying that she's like look i'm sorry for leaving earlier and that um i now know that you can change things and uh the giant of light that i saw in the dream might be connected to the fate of both her and the ultra yes and hope uh, someday the light of truth will reach out to all of them one day of course. So, yeah, why not? And then Haruka meets up with Guy again uh, while he is playing his Orbnica. That is called the Orbnica. Are you kidding me? No, it is not a harmonica. If you see it, you know what it, no, really I know it looks it. like. And I'm going to, and tell me it doesn't the next time you watch it. Go ahead. It Go looks ahead. like a digital tire pressure gauge. It does. Now that you mention it, it does. <laughs> it is just a little box that had a weird kind of. The nub at the top, exactly. right? Yeah. And I'm like, they probably like, did use a digital tire gauge, just turned not? it around and colored it up a bit. <sighs> why yeah. not? What? Yeah, why not? I'm just trying to, I'm actually going to look it up while we're doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that when they, he starts playing the Harma, the Orbnica in the, uh, in the um, other episode, they're like, "What is that melody? It's it's go- driving me crazy. It's driving into my skull or whatever." And it's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, it's okay, bad." It's. I mean, yeah. he plays the same melody every time, so at least you know it's. I guess his melody, but oh my god, I didn't realize it was an Orbnica. Orbnica that is just yeah. too much. I'm looking for pictures right now because <laughs> I want to see if it is. I that is it's. Pretty much. I mean, you don't get a really good shot of it because they don't want you to be like, hey, uh, this is a digital tire pressure sensor. (laughs) (laughs) Dum-dums. You know, um, yeah, this one actually, I can't get a good shot of it. But, yeah, it's what it looks like is that they took the screen out. Yeah. And they put some some, um, extra doodads on it. It's yeah, it's very much doodads. And then uh they set one side, they cut holes in one side so it looks like a harmonica. Yeah. Of course. Yep. Yep, that is what it looks like. You kids, build your own orbnica. It's not that hard. 
Yeah, you can buy one, but why? Um, I would you. <laughs> like, you could, I mean, it's probably stupefying. It's probably expensive. Um, oh, you got to figure now it's going to be. The other day. Ooh. Again? Just because. People were, people on the uh, Facebook um, Ultraman, one of the Ultraman pages were like showing off their um, henchin devices. They're like, hey, uh, Ultra fan, show off your henchin devices. And, uh, and uh, Matt, of course, posted his uh, his uh, beta capsule. And I was like, mm, show <laughs> off. You know, but uh, I did not know he had a beta capsule. That's yeah, yeah, jerk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, he's got one. And um, I think Kyle from Kaiju Cast has one, too. Oh, but very cool. Really expensive. Well, like yeah, three hundred dollars, which I understand because they're fifty years old. So no, have this one... is a new prop replica. Oh no, they know. No, I don't they think know. they were three hundred dollars when they came out. They came out a couple of years ago. But oh, uh, the, the replicas even came out a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's somebody, you know, somebody's being smart and like we can make some money off these knuckleheads. Um, sure, sure. Well, somebody Bandai is very smart. <laughs> 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 Who am I kidding? Um, there is one Orbnica currently up on eBay. In case you were wondering, um, it is three hundred dollars. Previously owned. Uh, Your mouth on it. What was that? I say you know somebody used the darn thing if it's previously well, owned. You don't necessarily know that. It could have had it on display. But it's not necessarily, <laughs> we don't 100% know somebody had their mouth on it. Like, what I am saying is you might want to hit it with an alcohol wipe. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Couldn't hurt. Um, but uh, it's $140. Oh, really? That's not altogether terrible. Not that I would buy it, but it's not altogether terrible. I figured it's exactly. easy. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not thrilled with the price, but it's. <laughs> but it's not like it's not horrific. Right. Usually, it's horrific when you look these things up. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh hey, you want to know if that Ultraman sweater sold? Oh yeah, the one that was like a size small, like a hundred dollar sweater. I remember. No, it's still up. Oh wait a minute, there's two of them up now. Oh God, no. Yes, sir. One of oh, them is God, no. uh, still up for $2,142. There is another one up for $2,309.20. Of course. Um, and there is a third one, men's size three. Don't know what that is in, Jap in, in Japan. Right. I was going to say in Japan, which is weird. <laughs> um, Probably super tiny. Maybe. It, this one looks like it might be for a stouter gentleman. Um, okay. But it's Ultraman's head, just the head. Oh, um, no. Like in the, uh, it's, no, it's not like a full sweater thing, but it's in like a, the breast area. So oh, it's like okay. He, okay. He, he's over your heart where he should be. Uh, that <laughs> one is $2,300. So, yeah, yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, we guys, we are going to, um, we're going to try to keep an update as to whether or not this sweater sells <laughs> weekly here on the show. Because we really have nothing segment. else we can do. <laughs> I would love it if we could get a theme song. Did the sweater sell? Did the sweater sell? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed this. Uh, I like this episode a lot. I like this episode better than the last episode. I will give it that. I'm, I'm not, like, I'll buy like that. I said, 
all these backstory episodes, I understand they have to have them, so that way you know where the story will go. So I give them the time, but I didn't like the last one. This one I did like. Yeah, okay. Um, so anyway, let's do our Monster Minute on Ho! Oh, God. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, Casey just sent me a text. Uh, let's see here. Uh, come on now. Um, okay, he's 50 meters tall, 20,000 tons. Homeworld is planet Earth. Um, he is originally from Ultraman 80, Episode 3, The First Love Monster. Oh, good God, no. Yeah. Matt, I can't wait to see Ultraman 80. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he is a kaiju who first appeared in Ultra uh, Episode 3 of Ultraman 80. The first hoe came into existence because of the negative emotions of a heartbroken teenage boy. Oh, sure he well, did. You know, the bros before hoes method. That's what that is. <laughs> Somehow I knew. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always thought it should have been bros before bras because that's a little classier. But uh, No, no, you're not trying to be classy. The whole point. I know you're trying. I know rhyming is, uh, rhyming is funnier. I get that. Um, I understand that. I get that. So he rampages across the city until he was finally vanquished by Ultraman 80. Why not? Okay. Another ho, another ho rose up during the Ultraman Mebius' time. This fun. Oh, God, no. Spawned by the sadness of multiple students whose school was about to be demolished. Now, who's going to believe that? <laughs> Obviously. This monster should have been doing a jig. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that monster well, you gotta break remember, dancing. this is Japan. Yeah. He was also in Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy Legends, the movie. Um, and then he shows up again in Ultraman Orb. Let's see here. Um, he has the Ho Flash. Oh, God. <laughs> he, can catch, he can fire a beam of purple and blue energy from his mouth. Uh, he has two cores from within his body comes the uh, where he stores minus energy and a second which holds its sulfuric acid. Of course, acidic tears, projectile immunity. Um, oh, and because he's composed of negative energy, his body is intangible to projectiles. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Snappy. And of I mean, course, you'd have he to can. See the ult- go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say you'd have to see the Ultraman 80 to know all these powers because none of them were shown in this show. Well, the the laser breath and the um, and the acid tears, the tears. Those were shown. yeah, yeah, and the fog creation. Yes, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair which enough. is what I was going to get to next. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, he's also in the Ultraman Galaxy puzzle game. Oh, good for him. <laughs> no, there was such a thing. Neither did I. What can you do? I mean, um, let's see if we can do a quick, um, a quick quick monster minute on our other guys here go for it uh, well we've seen an alien knackle oh of course i love that they call a guy don nostra like yeah yeah <laughs> like he's an alien mobster <laughs> the alien don't you Metron. have go ahead go no go ahead no, i was gonna say don't you have aren't there mafia everywhere isn't there oh yeah the yakuza but i don't think they refer to them as dons just probably not um probably not yeah 
Uh, let's see. The Mar the Metron Sajin first appeared in Ultra 7. Hey, they're a hallucination alien. That's why they were trying to make uh, wacky tobacco cigarettes. Ah, that makes more See? sense. Okay. See? I like <laughs> it. Uh, they were supposedly completely destroyed by Ultra 7 in the main continuity. Um, and then, but then alien, an alien Metron appears in the Ultra and Max continuity. He said to have only been gravely injured. <laughs> of course, of course. That's how you get around. It was, he it was a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> it's but a scratch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, alien Metron's appearance begins a tradition of associating him with meeting the protagonist over a drink, usually with a coffee table between them. Oh, God, no. Yeah, that's fine. He was also and an I Ultraman. Mean Ace. Oh, the Heisei Ultra 7, which is hard to find. Okay. Ultraman Max. Uh, Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle Never Ending Odyssey. Um, sure. Which is supposed to be so good. I really, it doesn't actually have an Ultra in it. It's like just monster attack teams with monsters. And then one guy being what's called a Ray Blood, and he becomes like a giant. There's an Ultraman analog in it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, they are normally two to fifty meters, one hundred and twenty kilos to eighteen thousand tons. Of course. Uh, they can emit radio waves that make humans extremely violent and sometimes die shortly after. Jeez. Yeah, that would not be good. Oh, they are emitted by red devices small enough to fit into cigarettes. Ah. They got a real. They got a real hankering for the for people smoking. <laughs> Uh, telepathy, human disguise. Uh, they got a splitting spaceship. They can, okay, that's Ooh. fine. Yeah, yeah, fireballs, um, which we didn't see, but they can fire moderate strength fireballs. Um, and Alien Metron has a battle nizer, which is one of those like staff thingies. Okay, okay. There's also an Alien Metron Junior, which I'm not sure where the heck he shows up at. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure if you were to really look into it, you could find it, but it's not important. It looks like it might be Ultraman Ace, maybe. Okay. Maybe it's possible. But yeah, so I, I, th he's my favorite. He's my favorite out of the, the aliens we saw in this episode because um, you don't see him a lot. Right. He's he only the shows up like at the red very end. with a. No, no, no. That's um. That's Don Nostra. He's a Methleus. Oh, this was the one that was has got like the red sort of fish head with the okay. tentacle hands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the other guys we you know we've seen we've seen a we've seen a Mef a uh, Mephleus and a uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Um, sure. Not the Nostra. Uh, a knackle. A knackle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, Don Nostra is a Don Nostra is a Mephleus. We've seen him. Yes, I mean we, I think we've we, seen a Mephleus, not Don Nostra. Don Nostra is a new guy. He's a specific. He's got his own yeah. name. I mean, come on. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> he's not just called Don Nagel. Like exactly. <laughs> I appreciate when at least they give the alien guy like, "Hey, this is Ted. He's a Balton." <laughs> you know, like you know, like but alien 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 Balton Ted. You know, exactly. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So um, that's going to be about it. Um, I'm trying to think if I have a podcast recommendation. If you enjoy the show Scrubs, um, and I, I used to really enjoy Scrubs quite a bit, um, 
you can listen to the new podcast starring Zach Braff and Donald Faison called Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Yes, um, I've heard of that one. It's They sing the theme song. It's grand. Is it really? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, because they, they break each other's chops a fair amount. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm I'm pretty excited to, you know, I've only got like two episodes into it, which is fine because um, I'm not, you know, it's, there are so many podcasts right now that I'm trying there to listen are. to, but I have less time now than I did previously. Well, because you're trying to homeschool a kid and then you have to go to work and then you come yeah. home and actually trying to catch some sleep in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And so all I have is just the commutes. Yeah. And, no, and I understand. Dog walking and dog yeah. walking. Oh, and I want to say I had a great time on the Common Ride With Me podcast. Oh, that's the um, one I wanted to find out about. How do you, how yeah. do you spell that Common Ride? Does I actually oh, uh, K-A-M-E-N, like Japanese for mask. Right. Common Ride With Me. I think I'm on episode okay. 23. It came out Friday, and I didn't post about it on the web. On the, It's on the, um, or it shall be on the um, Facebook page by the time you hear this. Um, Mainly because I don't know what day it is anymore, you guys. I don't. <laughs> what I need is like when you remember when you're a little kid and you had the underpants with the day of the week on it. Yep. yep. That would be functional as hell right now. Yeah, because you we lose time quickly. But yes, there it is. Hey, do you know what right day now. it is? Let me check my pants. Hold on. Um, yeah, <laughs> that would be great. I think. I think that'd be good. Good times. Good times. But uh, yeah, so you got anything else, Pat? No, I don't. Um, I'm listening to a podcast, but I wouldn't recommend it because after one or two episodes, it becomes very, very monotonous. So what I don't want to really. Um, Disgraceland. I've heard that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not bad, but it's so over repetitive trying to tell you how bad these people really are. Oh, yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. 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 I, I get that they did drugs. I get that they had a bad life, but yeah. you know what? After the first two or three, you're like, yeah, I get it. I really get it. Oh, no, no. Oh, you think he did drugs, really, did he? So. <laughs> have you, have you, um, have you, uh, have you gotten into the, uh, downloaded any of the Monster Party? Monster Party? No, I have not. Monster Party's fun. It's just four uh, guys who work in the industry, um, led by comedian Matt Weinhold, and they have guests. And it's just, they're all monster kids, and they talk about, um, horror movies and Godzilla movies and oh, okay. uh, Universal Monsters and they're long. They're long episodes because um, well now they're of course uh, in quarantine so they're all recording separately like we are but they used to have the guest over and they would actually have dinner and blah 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 so it'd be like ah. this, you know, there was some drinky drinks going on and you know fun stuff like that so okay. you get people real nice and loose. Oh, but very it's a great, nice. It's a great podcast. It's fun too. So double podcast recommendation this week. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah. Good times. So I, I'm, you know, uh, rate review and subscribe. You guys, we thank you very much. I hope you're being safe. Be as um, safe as possible, please. Yeah. Watch don't do anything stupid. Um, uh, or dangerous or any of that stuff. Exactly. Um, if you have to be out, uh, you know, wash your hands. Um, Stay six as feet away from anybody if at all possible. Can, yeah. Put a mask on when you go into a store. Yep, um, the whole night. The glove thing is up in the air right now. We don't know whether it's yes, wear them, don't wear them. 
it's considering it's a airborne. I don't see how that well, would work. Wait, but on services too, Patrick. No, we I know, know this. I know. But like, here's the thing: a lot of people don't know how to use gloves effectively, so they're right. touching a bunch of. And then there's been pictures of some nudniks like standing in line at the Trader Joe's uh, wearing gloves and they're eating a, can, a bag of potato chips. And you're just like, uh, I hope you're enjoying those uh, COVID-19 chips because <laughs> you were just, you were just basically putting salt on the germs of all the crap that's on your hand. Exactly. You know, exactly. like I put them on, I do whatever I got to do. And then they, come off, they get thrown out, and anything I've touched in the meanwhile gets sterilized. Yes. The best, the best all you can do. Yeah. I don't wear them for very long, if at all I can avoid it, because I don't want that much plastic, but what are you going to do? Nitrile, baby. Nitrile. No, I know nitrile, but still, it's it's still basically plastic. Yeah, but, you know, that at least is, at least for me, um, what you call it, um, they they're not as they're not irritating. Yeah, there for me. There Some go. people don't like can't have the latex or whatever. Uh, like, no, I understand. Uh, boy, latex. Um, cannot have it. Crazy, right? So um, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, just be careful and uh, keep uh, keep on keeping on. Do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll see you soon rate review subscribe um, you can review us on the um, apparently they tell me on the um, podcast addict app ah. I just, um, you can actually review us on that I have not actually seen it um, I haven't even heard of it um, well podcast addict is what do you use to listen to podcasts on your phone iTunes Oh, you're a savage. Um, <laughs> I am. What do you want me to do? Podcast addict. You're going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can set up playlists and you can put them all in different orders. Yeah, it's fun stuff. I'm not that good. I'm old. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> That's right. We can, uh, it, the problem with you being old is that you can't come over and then we can fix stuff. <laughs> like, you can't I, come I'm over, not so that old. No, I'm saying you can't come over now because so, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in the middle of a pandemic, so I can't be like, "Oh, come over and we'll fix the thing." Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Yeah, we can fix that thing, but the problem is, no, we can't. Not right now. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, let me see if it says anything about here about reviews. Um, reviews. Oh, well, there you go. There are not. There are but it not. will pull it from iTunes. Where are the same four reviews are there? Get reviewing, you guys. Apparently, you can do it on Podcast Static and uh, other places, too. So, uh, Stitcher, Sounds wherever good. you want. So, do that. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, interact with us on the web at our um, Facebook group or on the Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Email is uh, ultramanpodcast at gmail.com if you are so inclined to drop us a letter. Um, and that is it. So on behalf of the Science Patrol, my name is Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Tell it forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. 
The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for The Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.